The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com. Welcome to the Love and Light Live podcast, empowering crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs to learn and experience the art of crystal healing. Get ready to listen in and join our crystal movement. Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the Love and Light Live podcast brought to you by loveandlightschool.com. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and this podcast is the number one place for all things crystals where crystal lovers and spiritual entrepreneurs can learn and experience the art of crystal healing. In today's show, we're going to explore rose quartz crystals. Now, this is a stone that I was not always super connected with. In fact, when I first started working with crystals, I just didn't get it. I didn't I didn't see what the big deal was. I didn't understand why everybody was so crazy for rose quartz, but you know what? I eventually came around and I'm so glad that I did because now this is probably one of my top five favorite stones. So let's go ahead and dive in together. So like I was saying, I love this stone now, but I wasn't always a huge fan. I guess I just thought rose quartz was maybe a little bit too mundane or a little bit boring. I I just didn't see what everyone else saw in this stone. I didn't see what was so um, lovable about this crystal. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my crystals and there aren't any crystal. I never met a crystal that I didn't like. Like, let's put it that way. But for some reason, I just didn't feel a very strong connection with rose quartz in my early crystal work. And, you know, when I look back now, I think I realize that's because, and this is really hard to to admit, I suppose, but I was in a place where I was still really caught up in my ego mind. Like I was in my early 20s and it was a, you know, a difficult time where you're figuring out who you are and you're exploring yourself and you're trying to figure out where you fit in in the world. And although it seems like rose quartz would have been a great companion at that time, I, I there was just something about it that just didn't vibe with me. I never felt attracted to it. But you know what? It was a stone that I really needed. And when I finally started working with it, I had these really big transformations. I was able to focus more on self-love. I was able to focus more on compassion and empathy and coming from a place of heart-centeredness in my work with others because by then I'd really started to dig into my crystal healing practice and work with clients and I think that's really what opened me up in a big way and that's what made me really reach out to rose quartz in a way that I hadn't before and so it was a big kind of transformative time for me but that makes so much sense, right? Because rose quartz is really all about the emotions and it's all about compassion. It's a great stone for light workers and healers. Um, and it's also just this stone of emotional healing and self-love and all those things are really needed at that time. So it, it came to me at a good time in my life and it was something that I was so grateful for once I started working with it. And you know, I, I really explored lots of different types of rose quartz. I used rose quartz tumbled stones and rough crystals. And I finally got my first celestial rose quartz, which is actually the terminated rose quartz crystals. Now, most of the time, 
rose quartz forms in what's known as a massive formation, which means that it is crystallized, but on a microscopic level. So it's not something that you can actually see with the naked eye. But when you have these celestial rose quartz crystals, they actually have terminations. And these are very rare. They're very, very uncommon. But they are so powerful. And it was really that stone that opened me up to the energy of rose quartz and made me really appreciate what rose quartz has to offer. So let's talk about some of these common properties of rose quartz. So rose quartz promotes unconditional love. It's a great stone for instilling some peace and compassion. It's also a stone for inspiring self-love. So like I was saying, you know, this is one of the things that really turned me on to rose quartz personally. Um, but I think that more than that, it's a stone for self-healing. It's a stone for heart healing. So If you are having self-worth issues, if you're feeling kind of um, overwhelmed or lost in just this sea of emotion, if you're feeling like you're not enough or like you're not good enough, rose quartz can help you really heal that part of yourself. It also helps promote attitudes of loving kindness. So loving kindness is this idea um, normally thought of in different Buddhist traditions where it's really about compassion. It's about compassion and understanding for all beings from this place of love, um, from this place of tenderness. And rose quartz really taps into this energy. It really vibrates with this energy. Now, it's also a stone that helps calm you after traumatic events. So if you have something really big emotionally or physically that you've just gone through that you're having a hard time working through, then reach for a rose quartz. And um, I have this great uh, mala that I've been using. It's, It's a heart chakra mala. And it has rose quartz and green aventurine and rhodonite and white jade. And there's something about this combination that I love, um, but particularly this rose quartz for really just helping to still the mind and allow you to do healing work on an energetic level, especially self-healing. It also adds this um, level of tenderness to everything that you do, and it adds a bit of spark to your romance. So if you're in a relationship, uh, this is a great stone to use just for helping you reconnect with your partner on that really base level where everything starts in a relationship, which is really friendship. So this is about reconnecting with your partner in this place of mutual understanding and mutual respect and compassion and really understanding who that person is on a soul level. And Once you have that kind of trust and mutual understanding for each other's life path and soul path, the rose quartz really works to help you value that in a way that it adds so much depth to your relationship and can really rekindle a spark that has gone out or start something new. So I just, I love this about this stone. This is why it's known as a love stone and a relationship stone. 
Now, alternatively, it can also be used to soothe a broken heart. So if you're in a place where you're grieving, if you're in a place where, you know, you've just lost someone, um, some of you know this, but I recently just lost my grandmother and it was a really difficult time for me. Rose quartz has been such an important companion. Um, but, you know, very similar to that, my brother just recently got out of a, a relationship that really meant a lot to him. And uh, I gave him a small rose quartz crystal to work with because this is about healing a grieving heart. And whether you're grieving the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship and someone important in your life, rose quartz can really work to help you heal that part of yourself. Now, also encourages new friendships. So particularly if you're an introvert like me and you need a little help um, really putting yourself out there and meeting new people and, you know, taking a casual relationship or acquaintance to the next level and really truly becoming friends with someone and being able to open up to them. Rose Quartz can help you do that. It really encourages you to do that. So another thing that I love about this stone is its ability to promote forgiveness. So, you know, I talked a little bit about grieving. A lot of what happens with grieving is sometimes anger or sadness or hurt. And, you know, more than just in the grieving process, rose quartz really helps with that idea of forgiveness. So if you've been wounded in some way, if you've been hurt in some way, reach for your rose quartz because you know what? Holding on to that energy doesn't serve anyone, least of all yourself. And if you're able to truly forgive someone, and rose quartz can help you do this, where this is happening at the core of your being. This isn't just you telling yourself you forgive someone. This is stepping into a place of true forgiveness. You raise your vibration. You move out of that place of feeling wounded and feeling hurt and vibrating on a lower frequency because these so-called negative energies or these energies that aren't serving you are finally freed or released from your field. And rose quartz is amazing for that. It's also a stone for fertility support. So if you and your partner have been trying to conceive or you've been trying to bring something else into the world. If that's not a child, there are still other things you can birth into the world. Rose quartz enhances fertility, both of the physical body and of the mind, of the spirit, of your, your creative uh, energy. And so it's a really beautiful stone that way. It's also been known to create lasting beauty, particularly in the skin and complexion. There's kind of a legend about the Egyptian goddess Isis going into the Nile River and massaging her face with rose quartz stones that she pulled from the riverbed. And it was said that that's what helped the goddess Isis and all Egyptian women maintain such a beautiful complexion, such beautiful skin. So this stone really connects with the element of water because it's so strongly uh, rooted in with the emotions. And its companion flower is the magnolia flower, which here in Wisconsin, it's the end of February right now while I'm recording this, 
podcast, but our magnolia flowers should start blooming pretty soon. So magnolia is a great companion for your rose quartz crystals and they can be used, um, the magnolia flowers can actually be used to charge up your rose quartz crystals with really positive energy and using these together. You know, maybe you have some magnolia blossoms in a small flower arrangement in your sacred space and you surround that with a little rose quartz grid. There's just such harmony created between these two vibrational frequencies. Now, in terms of an essential oil companion, rose, I've always found to be an amazing companion to rose quartz, but you can also try using something like jasmine. And if you listen to the podcast, you know, for my, my crystals, I always like to suggest a companion stone. I find angelite to be such a beautiful companion stone to rose quartz because angelite has that ability to connect you with guardian angels, ascended masters, totem animals, spirit guides, and rose quartz, you know, helps you approach this relationship with compassion, with respect, with mutual understanding. And so I love this combination. Now, uh, my manager, Kathy Douglas, at my new age shop, Mimosa Books and Gifts, um, had a few extra things to share about rose quartz. So she says rose quartz is the astrological stone for Taurus. So many of you may be familiar with the May birthstone, which is emerald. Emerald is also um, highly aligned with the energy of the Taurus zodiac sign. So Rose quartz and emerald make natural companions as well, particularly when used for people who are Taurus. Now, it's really interesting the way that rose quartz gets its color. Um, there's a lot of actually uh, kind of controversial <laughs> discussion about this. Some people claim that this is iron inclusions. Other people claim that this is very fine rutile needles within the rose quartz that tints it pink. And this is really interesting to me because you would think that uh, we would have no problem understanding where the pink color in a rose quartz come from, but really it is just these trace minerals that tint the stone pink. Um, and Kathy goes on to say, you know, it rarely forms gem grade crystals, but it has been used in carving for a very long time. And because of its associations with unconditional love, it's often used in religious carvings, including prayer beads and figurines. So little carved um, deities or totem animals or small angels, anything that's some kind of little pocket totem, even other symbols like stars and especially hearts, you often see rose quartz carved into these shapes. So these are perfect to use and, and bring into your spiritual practice. So, you know, I want to know a little bit about what you think about rose quartz. I would love if you shared with me in the comments um, below this blog. I would love to know, you know, what are your experiences with rose quartz? How do you like to use this stone? Is it something that you're really drawn to? I know, like, again, for me, when I first started, I, it wasn't a stone that I really felt connected to right away. And it really took some warming up on my part. But now I just love it. This is like one of my, like I said, one of my top five favorite stones. And I just, I really adore this crystal. I think that it's so beneficial to so many and is an important part of any crystal toolkit because I, I find that, you know, it's just one of those stones that you can turn to time and time again for so many different kinds of support, whether you're doing work with clients and customers, or if you're just doing work for yourself or your friends and family. 
This is a stone that's so multi-purpose and works on so many levels in the mind, body, and spirit that, you know, it's one that you can almost always turn to and appreciate. So with that, I just want to really thank you for listening in today. I hope you found a lot of value in today's show. And if you want more information about anything that we discussed in this episode, you can learn more over on the website at loveandlightschool.com slash blog. And if you did enjoy the show today, the biggest compliment you can give me is to leave me a quick rating and review over at loveandlightschool.com slash iTunes. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe through that link as well so you never miss a future episode. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Love and Light Live podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Levy, and I'll be back with you in our next episode. Until then, crystal blessings. The Love and Light Live podcast is a production of the Love and Light School of Crystal Therapy. Visit us online at loveandlightschool.com. The Crystal Healing Certification Program is coming soon. Want to know more? For info, free training, and to get on the list, go to crystalhealerschool.com.